This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. President Trump says he's been taking hydroxychloroquine for the past week and a half. President says he's using this anti-malarial drug as a preventative measure. It's been around for 40 years for malaria, for lupus, for other things. I take it. Frontline workers take it. A lot of doctors take it. Uh, the president says a White House physician approved the drug, but his announcement drew criticism from a host of medical experts including CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. I do not think the president of the United States nor any politician should be promoting individual therapies without data. And Agus points out there are no large studies that show this drug is effective in treating COVID-19 and other doctors warn hydroxychloroquine poses a danger to the president's health because the FDA says it could cause serious heart problems. But the president can make his own health decisions. He says he's consulted with his doctor. Dave, if he wants to take it, then just let him take it, right? Let him take it. I mean, we have drug ads on TV all the time, which are urging us to ask our doctors about drugs that we don't really understand, but which may help us stay alive. And so uh, we do this all the time. Apparently, the doctor, his own White House physician, is going to closely monitor him. And while the drug can have dangerous side effects for people who have those coexisting conditions, the president apparently doesn't have one of those conditions. I have a feeling, Aaron, that if there was any danger in this, I mean, no White House doctor wants the president to get sick on his watch. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling that um, he's probably either controlling the dose or, and this was David Farenthold's idea when I was talking to him at the Washington Post this morning, he says, maybe the doctor just slipped him a placebo. (laughs) I've also heard some cynics out there say maybe the president isn't taking this drug at all. There's some sort of, you know, sinister uh, implications there. I I don't know what to make of that. But um, uh, one one issue of of note, though, you know, the president promoted this drug back in in March. He called it a game changer, if you recall. Uh, And his endorsement back then caused a run on the drug. And this hydroxychloroquine is legitimate. I mean, it is used for patients who have lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. And I remember when that happened, some of those patients back then said they were having trouble getting that medication, getting the drugs that they need to treat their conditions. Right. And that seems to happen anytime the president mentions something. Zinc is almost imbibed. I mean, last time I looked for zinc, just that plain old topical zinc cream that they sell, doesn't it doesn't exist anymore on the drugstore shelves because um, the minute the president says something, uh, people seem to buy it up. But um, that's that's the nature of celebrity, Aaron. That's why they have celebrities do endorsements. Governor Jay Inslee says Washington is still struggling to get the testing supplies it needs. He says there have been delays getting the supplies that the federal government has promised. This latest snag includes about a half million of swabs the state received just this month. We got this big bulk package and it said cotton swabs. Well, you can't use cotton swabs. Then we find out they just put them in the wrong packages. And then we found out they didn't individually package them so they're not sterile. So there's some very convoluted system we're going to have to go through to hopefully be able to use the next 100,000 plus that they've sent us. Governor also says the state is far behind on the number of swabs and other supplies the state was promised. And he says that the state cannot meet its demands. There's no guarantee Washington will move to phase two by June 1st. So what does this shipment of cotton swabs tell us about the the federal response that is disorganized but i guess that's to be expected when you have this many people asking for this much supplies and uh, i remember asking back when this first started why why do you have to have special swabs why can't you use q-tips 
And the, the head of the, the virology department at the University of Washington said, well, Q-tips are not generally sterile, and cotton is not the, the, uh, a suitable medium for actually collecting the samples. So I'm actually surprised that they would send anything resembling cotton swabs since those have been, um, have been specifically disqualified as a way to take these samples. But then didn't they explain that the, the packages were simply mislabeled? Yeah, exactly. That's what I think it was the, was it the FDA that said the packages were mislabeled? It was, it was a federal agency that said, yeah, disregard what's on the packaging. This is, this is legit. You can use this. <laughs> but I, I mean, guess it happens when you're in a rush. I, I guess so. Here, by the way, here's what Governor Inslee also had to say about the, the federal response. I have to get this off my chest. When I heard Donald Trump say that testing was overrated, I about went through the roof. Our ability to open up the economy of the state of Washington depends on our ability to get testing. So I think Inslee yesterday, he was talking about the president last week after those two staffers tested positive. Mm -hmm. The president came out and said, see, testing doesn't necessarily work because one day you can be healthy and the next day you can be testing positive. I'm not sure the the logic there, but I think that's what was uh, Inslee. Well, especially after he's been touting the number of tests, which I guess are setting historic records. I mean, what's the point of mentioning those numbers if you don't think the testing is significant? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those mysteries. Two gyms that reopened in Washington are now being sued by the state. Attorney General Bob Ferguson announced this morning his office is filing lawsuits against the business owners. The gyms, one in Arlington, the other in Puyallup, have been warned multiple times to close. Now they have 24 hours to shut down before they'll face fines. Obviously, they are violating the stay-at-home order. Gyms are not permitted yet. But one problem the state attorney also cited as a reason for the lawsuits was Unfair business practice. The state argues these gyms have an unfair advantage over competitors who did close. Uh, Como News asked one of these gym owners, Mike Jellison, what he would do if a case was traced back to his gym. You are an adult. And as an adult, an adult gets to make an adult decision. Either you decide to come in or you decide to not come in. We've heard this argument before. I mean, let businesses open, and if customers decide they want to take the risk, let them do it. Well, that doesn't hold true during a pandemic. and doesn't hold true, especially during a pandemic, where you can spread the virus without showing any symptoms. The reason that you have to close all the businesses is so that no one has an unfair competitive advantage at a time when you're trying to prevent the infection from spreading. I know one way to... to Fix this quickly. Just pass a law that holds any facility that opens financially responsible for the cost of treating people who get sick by using that facility. I think people would either close up or take corrective measures quickly. It's it's uh, it's no joke when you're trying to prevent an epidemic from spreading. And uh, the other thing I've suggested is that if somebody is going to reopen a business like this without taking proper precautions then at least people who patronize that business should wear an orange tag or something so that we we know to create a special buffer zone around ourselves if we're trying to avoid infection. Yesterday I said I'd be cool with going to a restaurant. I don't know about a gym. There's just so much sharing of germs at a gym. I'd feel uncomfortable going to one of those, I think. What about you, Dave? Well, in some states they've they've actually closed the locker rooms and also closed, um, uh, closed the showers. All you can do is use the equipment and then leave, and then somebody right there immediately wipes it down. Mm. That seems to be fairly safe, although it 
also sort of defeats the purpose of the gym, which is a place where you can also relax and uh, and talk with friends. But um, I think that's the kind of precautions that you'd want to see taken uh, before you share a, a sweaty locker room with people that, that you don't know. And uh, that's the unfortunate part about this. You've got to figure out a way to do business safely. Um, but I think eventually the market will decide that. What's not proper, I don't think, is for one business to use this to get a competitive advantage on another and then not take responsibility for what may happen. To simply say, well, they're adults, uh, they can make the decision. If only that were true. You don't know if you've caught it, and then you don't know if you've passed it on. If it was the kind of a virus which... uh, makes you turn blue when you catch it so you'd serve your your appearance would serve as a warning to everybody you interact with that would be one thing but it doesn't it hides and that's the problem we will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news you can subscribe to this podcast you can also find our news coverage on mynorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 fm